The biggest wrestling weekend, I guess you could say, is here. It is Rossi on Wrestling. I am Jason D. Rossi. Well, you can follow me on Twitter there. With me, as always, is my tag team partner in the podcast sphere, at BillyD2411. His name is Billy Flair. Today, holla, holla. Would you say you are a sister of Charlotte or married to Charlotte? Nothing to Charlotte. Nothing fact, to Charlotte. In uh, fact, I think, uh, what's his name? Quavo gave her a shout-out and was like, Ric Flair's daughter. That's why she shouldn't be in this main event. She's only there. Oh, don't no. do that. No, I'm just don't It's not, it's not fair to Flair. It's not fair to Flair. It's no, definitely I, I actually love Charlotte. Awesome. But I'm excited. It's WrestleMania weekend, as they say. And you're probably going to hear me say this a lot on the, the Jabbernarker. They oh, say it's go like to Christmas. Hell. God damn it. Damn it. Early on, baby. It no. is like Christmas. Especially. I listened to their podcast on the way here. Got me pumped up. Uh, it's a great week for wrestling fans to come together as a community. You'll be there in person. I, yep, we'll talk about that. I'm going to actually post my itinerary. Uh, oddly enough, I, <laughs> So if you don't like them, you can fucking go there yeah, and office, stomp out. Uh, or you can just avoid me. But it's funny. Oddly enough, a lot of people in the you know in the Twitter you know world out there, I guess you call it, um, they are like, hey, where are you going to be? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, I know- You should get a spot at Access. I definitely shouldn't. But I- WrestleCon, probably, mm-hmm. I might. I'm going to try to get some freak interviews. That's one of my goals. But uh, we'll talk okay, about like that. Big Papa Pump? Like, no, I think I'm going to try to, like, go to some of these events and, and do some interviews with people on the street, and so next week... Oh, they're not freaks. We are. I'm a freak. I'm no, not... No, saying... no, the only freaks are Scott Steiner's freaks. Oh, see, so we're talking about, like... It's all my freaks out there. <laughs> That's what we should call our fans now, officially, the freaks. The freaks? All right. Uh, anyways, but uh, I'm going to try to get to interview some of the creatures, we'll go with then. That'll oh. be interview... The people. Listen, the one thing about wrestling, I actually... The unwashed was... masters. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, but in, in all reality, wrestling, there's not a better community. No, it's, it's the most best. judgment-free. Well, even if you judge a little, but it really is a judgment-free zone because we're all yeah, in the it's same like boat. Of fitness. No, it's literally judgment-free. Yeah. I've judged people at Planet Fitness. People have clearly judged me, but yeah, people have you ever seen uh, the guy drying his ass off in the uh, in the bathroom with like the hand thing. I, I personally haven't, but I've seen videos. Yeah, yeah, the video. I, I fucking saw. I've never been in a Planet Fitness, so I've not seen that. No, I just I've never like I went. To, I've been trust me. The gym I went to in Medford was fucking way worse. <laughs> Well, Somebody it, took a shit on the floor by the fucking tanning booth. <laughs> what, did they get over-cooked over, over uh, cooked I don't up think they can make it to the bathroom. Maybe they were in the tanning bed and just said, I gotta go, and just opened up. I've, I've crapped well, in some you know, area, sometimes like places. You, like, if you sit on the heated seat, it kind of warms it up and makes it nice when you actually do go. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that was it. Just warmed the cheeks. Yeah. Warmed everything up. Just, oh, gotta go, and just opened up and just plopped right there. What if anybody saw them? Anyways, uh, this is, again, this is Rossi on Wrestling. We are now, we're all over the place, Billy. Our podcast is spreading like wildfire. The listening, going up, which is great, and we appreciate it. There's a lot of wrestling podcasts and uh, options for content. We really do appreciate you guys tuning in. But we are now officially on Stitcher, Google Play. You see the Podomatic on iTunes. We are still not on SoundCloud? Spotify. Not on SoundCloud. Podomatic? Automatic. Right. That's our that's our uh, home base. Oh. That's what we pay to get it put out there. But yeah, just got approved for Google. So anybody that has an Android, we officially you can just pop us on in your Google Podcast app and, and go have yourself a day with and that. We don't because... have T-shirts yet. I'm just gonna make one. I've been waiting for people to get suggestions. I'll throw it at Ooh. the beginning of the podcast. I don't know. If, we don't really have a catchphrase yet or anything. Well, there's been like I feel like everything. It's like meh. I feel meh. like if we could do like a raw was, was meh. Raw was oh yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Wrestling is fine. 
Yeah, something like or that. Or WWE is fine. we got to workshop this. Yeah. yeah, but that's why there's a lot of creative people that listen probably about this point in, even though we just talked about pooping your pants. I don't know how far we're getting. This might be a longer podcast because we are going to take over. We're going to talk all about WrestleMania weekend. We'll quickly kind of go over some of the other non-WWE stuff, but it is an exciting weekend. Again, you can reach us anywhere you have us. Again, on Twitter, at BillyD2411. Follow the son of a bitch. This guy has some of the best creative stuff. I won't say where you work, but the place you work for, there's just so much good creative stuff that you come up with, and you retweet that stuff. People should follow again at Billy D twenty four eleven. I'm at Jason oh, oh. D. I almost just gave myself a number at Jason D Rossi. Uh, a lot of fun stuff to get to WrestleMania weekend. This is what we live for. You said it's like Christmas. I don't care. We've been saying it way Royal before. Rumbles like Christmas. This is like oh, whoa. Uh, I say this is Thanksgiving. More See, I think this is more Christmas because this is like the big thing, and I'd say Royal Rumbles more like Thanksgiving. And I actually like Thanksgiving more than Christmas. Yeah, I think no I, pressure. Yeah, There's a little bit a of pressure, point. WrestleMania. That's a good point. That's like a good point. you want better things and you're not getting. It's like we're gonna get a lot of crappy gifts. I feel like this Sunday or leading in, we don't. We have such a low expectation because gifts should be better. But let let's start off with the whole weekend again. I'm gonna be heading down there. I'll be in the New York metropolitan area. Me and my wife will be down there. So uh, me and Din will be in action. We try to get Billy to come, but you know, just like the Busy ladies man. in his life, Busy man. it's tough to get him to come. No, I, I know how to warm him up now. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Working on that. A lot of uh, advertising on the radio station I work for about that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but anyway, so let's let's just start off with this. We have ourselves the very first ever non-WWE event at Madison Square Garden. It's a G1 Super Show with Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Sold out in like eight minutes. Obviously, a lot of people that bought those tickets crazy. assume that you'd get Omega, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes. None of them are there. I haven't seen them. They're not involved with this weekend. They're all in on the Double or all Nothing in. event. Well, Double or Nothing coming up a few months. Just saw Jim Roth signed. He'll be the official commentator and voice of All Elite Wrestling. For real? Yeah, this just happened today. All right, that's legit. That's, that's pretty, exciting. That's pretty legit. And like, I think they, that is as big of a thing to get me to watch something as you could have done. Like, even more so than Omega, even more so than Rhodes, Brandy, or Cody doesn't matter that is huge it is that is big news when it comes to you know all elite because that's the one thing they're missing like they're getting the stars we're seeing more and more there's a lot of indie wrestlers signing there but to get jim ross that is the voice of especially our youth like there was gorilla monsoon there's bobby Heen, but that was really before like that was when we were little kids. i mean i go back and watch it all the time i remember it but it is the best and jim ross is probably the best play-by-play guy ever bobby is the best color but jim ross you just saw it uh, at a few of the events he's been at in WWE recently. It feels like a bigger thing when he's there. It does. And I know you want people to come up and like new announcers to like sprout up. Nobody's really taking that mantle. No, and uh, this isn't a Michael Cole debate, but Michael Cole's also been. It's just a different era for him, and the way he handled. Like we, we kind of, he kind of grew in the dot com. We'll call it time frame where Jim Ross was all about the action. Yeah, and, the and other, Vince in your ear. Yes, and the thing I think Jim Ross, even when that did happen for him, just kind of handled it a little bit better. And the thing is, at the end of the day, Jim Ross is the guy that's going to make you go, oh. I gotta hear him again. Like I love, I miss him because people are just so down on like a Michael Cole. And I just can't wait till Moro Ronaldo gets the big call. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen. He is because of his own personal issues. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I just think it might have something to do personally. I don't know. Maybe I'll be able to catch up with him. Maybe we'll have him on the show one day because I'd love to know if he was able to do Raw. Would he want it? I would hope so. I know he's got anxiety issues. Yeah, he's got it? anxiety issues. Some of the stuff that, you know, I don't, me and you aren't shy. We've had, yeah, I've, had we've plenty. all had our issues with that. Uh, it's a it's a real tough, paralyzing situation. But at the same time, I hope he gets over it because he is, 
He would be he so good for he WWE. Great. He's he got the calls. He's got the excitement. That's I what love yeah. the Mamma Mia. It's grown well, on Well, you me. just said it's all about excitement, and sometimes Michael Cole lacks that a little bit. The famous it's time. The, oh, the famous. That's just like Vintage candid lines. Randy Orton. The, the one to me is always the streak is over. Yeah. But anyways, let's back to the point here. So the G1 Supercard coming to Madison Square Garden. WWE is pissed. They are not happy about this. I don't think you'll ever see WWE back at Madison Square Garden again because they no. sure know how to. They know how to hold a grudge. They haven't gone to Madison Square Garden in years. Even for like a Raw? They know. They do the house shows. They haven't had a televised event in years. This has been a Raw. They just do this show around Christmas. Um, but anyways, let's give you a couple of these, couple of the ones that stand out to me. We have... Um, the winner take all never I love the name of this belt. Never open weight championship Will Ospreay versus Ring of Honor's World TV champion Jeff Cobb. Will Ospreay is just a must watch wrestler. He's the guy who made Ricochet famous like 3 or 4 years ago with that incredible match they had, which I mean is a spot fest. Yeah, it was it was great. It was listen, it Fun was to watch. it was definitely something that took the wrestling Internet wrestling fans by storm, and everybody had something to say about it. You have their tag team championship. You have the Gorillas of Destiny. These are the current Bullet Club regime versus the Villain Express. That is the Marty Skrulls team, which is PCO and Brody King. PCO, by the way, is I always forget how to say his name, but he was he was one of the Quebecers back in the day. He's oh, back in wrestling. Yes, oh he's God. part of uh, Marty Skrulls Villain Express. Also versus. Uh, uh, Lij and the Briscoes, who are insane. I know the Briscoes. Yes, and then this they're PT, awesome. The whole new like they're the bearded bald dudes, right? Yes, the yeah, brothers. They're, they're awesome. So that's going to be a match. I think it'll be a spectacle to see. Also, Dalton Castle. And again, if you're not familiar with Dalton Castle, I'm telling you that's a lacrosse player for like BYU. He, you take take Velveteen Dream and take Goldust when he first came out. The like kind of that is you know ridiculously sexual. high praise. No, I'm not. No, he Even is for that character. Good. I'm talking. He is that. He comes up with the boys. All He's right, got I'll a whole lot. He's taking on Rush. Then you have the New York Street fight. Bully Ray. What he has said his final Madison Square Garden match. Which okay. Versus Juice Robinson, who used to be uh, C.J. Parker there in oh, WWE. So that's going to be a really cool match as well. Then you have Jay White versus uh, Kazuchiya Okada. Yep. Okada. Mm-hmm. That's a big match. That's the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Jay White, kind of the new Kenny Omega. All right. And he goes, again, he's uh, Switchblade there. He's got cool names. They always have cool names over there. And then a big match here, the Ring of Honor world title match is Jay Lethal versus Marty Skrull versus Matt Taven in a ladder match. I mean, I love Jay Lethal. I don't really know the other two. But so I Marty mean, Skrull's the, the villain, the guy who had, he was on the Bullet Club. He had the like the Beetlejuice mask, oh, okay. with the long snot. And Matt Taven is a guy that's- Beetlejuice, the movie mask. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the one, you know, like the one- the, yeah, yeah, People yeah. call it- The eyes wide shut mask kind of thing. Yes. And so the, those are some of the matches that are going to stand out. Now, if you're a WWE fan, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably more into WWE- you're going to want to at least see some of the clips because these matches, these guys are going to try to own the weekend. They normally do, but they finally have a major stage. Yeah, and this is Friday night? This is Saturday night. This is, so so the this same goes, as NXT. No, NXT's Friday night. Oh, yeah, year. that's right. They switched. So it's again. Hall of Fame and G1 right, Supercard. So you can get three quality, well, two quality nights of wrestling and then WrestleMania. Honestly, yes. You might get two outstanding nights because the crowds for both NXT They'll and for this G1 Super are going to be so the past, ridiculous. They've probably been split because they used to be on the same night. They, they were. The Last shows. year down in New Orleans here, the same night. So a lot of fans had to go all over the place. This year, this is Madison Square Garden, sold out. NXT TakeOver also sold out. So we'll jump into that and we'll make some picks here. This is stuff we focus on a little bit more. I just want to make mention. And I actually, I want to start with this. With it, This could be a really big weekend for black wrestlers. 
Uh, because the Velveteen J- Dream, the way he's been posting on social media, looks like, I mean, it's just kind of like random stuff, clips of his stuff. I think he knows a lot of eyes are going to be on him this weekend, and I think he's going to do something. I don't know what it is, but I think he's going to try to put himself on the map. I think you have Velveteen Dream, who's going to be in a big spot. You have Jay Lethal. I don't know where they're going to go. My guess is they're going to go with Jay Lethal as the main event of that, not the Jay White Okada, uh, just because of the American audience. But Jay Lethal is going to be headlining a major main event, and it goes in as the champion as a black superstar. You're going to have this Kofi Kingston match we'll get to later that is could be the first the best ever w- building match into a WrestleMania yes. is, since Daniel Bryan, probably. Yeah, we, we can get into that as well. I just think... You know that those are two ma- these guys are on major platforms. This is kind of, you know, with all the racial undertones that have been going on behind the scenes, Twitter, all that stuff. Like, this is going to be a big weekend, and I'm so excited. I think there's going to be a lot of history made this weekend when it comes to all shapes and sizes, colors, and all that. But I just think specifically for people like Kofi Kingston and some of these African-American to black superstars, it's going to be such a fun weekend for that. Uh, let's jump into it, though. NXT TakeOver, New York, even though it's in Brooklyn, and they've done in Brooklyn like three times. But that's okay. New York. All right. We're going to start off UK Championship, Pete Dunne versus Walter. Well, Pete Dunne is the fucking man. Pete Dunne has been the champion since the day you were born. Yeah, well, like 700 days, 800 days? He's just about there because he beat, um, oh, I can't think of his name all of a sudden. The The guy guy that I love. Oh, with the mustache. The mustache, He's part of the mustache. Oh, it's, this hurts. But anyways, he beat him like at, to take over Chicago. He's had the belt for over two and a half years. That's and crazy. Walter comes in. If you haven't seen Walter, he's just on the UK product for the most part, but he is a huge dude. Like, he's like Andre the Giant-style build. Yeah. He's not that big, but he just has that, like, big stalking way. He's a dominator, and I think you're going to get a really good match out of these two because now Pete Dunne went from a great heel as the bruiser weight to now being someone who's just, like, diabolical in the ring and finds a way to win. So I'm going to I'm gonna start off this. I think Walter's going to take this one. I think they're really going to try to landmark him, and I think you can see Pete Dunne making a jump to the main roster soon. I mean, I would love Pete Dunne to be on the main roster, but I just feel he's going to be wasted. The The Walter guy has that, um, who was the guy, Ludwig Borga? Yes. He's got the like, Ludwig Borga feel, but like more charisma, not a Nazi, just like an absolute <laughs> not a stud Nazi. of a man. He's kind of got like the William Regal look to him too, but like the that Ludwig staunch kind of face. Yes. Uh, I would like to see Pete Dunne retain because I don't want him going anywhere. NXT UK is is a great product when I watch it, and I yeah he's awesome. It's great. So okay, you go Pete Dunne. I'm gonna go Walter. Then we have Tyler Bate was the guy. Tyler Bate, good call. Tyler Bate, Tyler Tyler Bate. Oh, I can't wait for the chance. I love. I am so excited for WrestleMania. All right, so then you got the NXT Tag Team Championship, the War Raiders, or as Rich Keefe now calls them, the War Pigs, and I can't not not say that. Pigs of War. War Pigs versus Ricochet and Alistair Black, uh, who yeah. winners of the Dusty Rhodes uh, Tag Team Tournament. I'm gonna pick them because they're. I, I don't know. That's weird though. No, probably uh, War Pigs. I'm gonna because, take the Pigs too because I'm sure some chicanery will be involved because. And they're up now. They are the tag team on Raw and, and SmackDown. And SmackDown. Hopefully, they'll spin that off into something down the road where it's a great like beef. You know, oh, between the two of them. Between the two of them, that like they that has that is a good idea. I think that is where WWE misses out a lot of the times with their superstars. Like if you put them in pairs and then spin them off later, like that works. You've seen it with the Shield, Shawn Michaels, eventually with the New Day. Hopefully, that builds something real and. You know, right now I'm kind of believing them as a tag team. It took the it took until right now, but I I do now kind of see it. It's funny you say that. That's exact. I have the same feeling. It's like it took a while because I didn't like it, but now I get it. And we talked on this podcast before. This is a good way to introduce them to the audience, give them some time as a team, and then eventually split them up. Not it doesn't have to be 
in a hateful way, what I would like to see is have them actually do the opposite of the bar. The bar had to do that best out of seven series, and then they turned it to a tag team. Where I would like to see these two be a competitive tag team, be like, let's see who's better between us. It doesn't have to be a hateful rivalry. It can actually be a competitive one. But going to this, I'm going to stick with the War Pigs, and I'm going to say, I believe, this is history in the making. Ricochet and Aleister Black this past Monday faced the Revival for the Raw Tag Team titles. On Friday, they're going to be facing the War Pigs for the NXT Tag Titles. On Sunday, which we'll get to, they're facing the Usos as part of a four-way for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Well, yeah, that's the first time that's ever happened. That every, in one week, they fought for every title. You know what that means? There's too many Tag Team Titles. Bingo. Uh, next up, we're going to go with the Uni- North American Championship. Velveteen Dream, the defending champ versus Matt Riddle. I mean, eh. Not a Matt Riddle guy? Not a Matt Riddle. I mean, I liked him calling out Brock Lesnar. I hope Matt Riddle wins. And I, think, I hope Velveteen is up because mm. it's the Raw after WrestleMania on Monday. So hopefully that is his ticket up. I almost, it's again, it's like stay young forever, the Billy Madison thing. <laughs> I almost don't want him to come up because they won't know how to use him. They'll ruin him. But he's so good, he's going to get over whatever he does. So I'm going to go Matt Riddle and hope that Velveteen Dream is called up. I will also go Matt Riddle, and I'll raise you this. I think Velveteen Dream will not be called up yet. Oh, and he'll be put into the main event scene on NXT, which he's really never... Well, he was in just for a little bit with Aleister Black, which was an outstanding match and feud. I mean, I every match he's been in on any of these things are outstanding. He's like a minor, who we'll get to later, Mr. Mr. Takeover, Johnny Gargano. And he put something out. Uh, uh, let's just go to that match. Well, let me, well let's go quick. We, you want to go to that match? Yeah, let's go to that match. You want to go to that match? God damn it, let's go to that match. We got the two out of three falls for the vacant w, uh, NXT championship. Johnny Gargano, can he get over the hill, versus Adam Cole, baby. baby. Um, he put out something It's I think, like 14 straight takeovers or whatever, and I, you ask if I'm still hungry. Of course I am. This match should be awesome. I think people. Did you have a gif of uh, of someone doing like the spoon feeding, like uh, a running back in the NFL? Oh, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, when they'd say like I'm hungry, keep feeding Feed me. me. I, I mean, he, I actually kind of like that. He, I'm doing it by the way. Good for good for radio. <laughs> he overperforms, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Bay Bay is another guy who that you know that would be his name if he gets called up to the main roster. Bay Bay, just, just be ladies Bay. and gentlemen, Bay Bay. Yeah. So that match should be phenomenal. I I would love. To see. see Gargano get it, but it's probably going to go to the heel. And why can't I think of it? Uh, what's Adam his? Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. So I, I, two out of three falls. I like that stipulation. I, I'm a fan because it's just you know it's going to go about 30 minutes. You're going to get some action. You're going to get a fall. You know, two falls probably prior. They'll probably split it. Um, I see it finally going to Gargano. I feel that see that finally that crowning moment. He's been working towards. It sucks the way the storyline's gone over the last like six months because he was a heel. And it was like, oh, finally, he's like, yo, he snapped. He just couldn't deal with it anymore, and he needed to get a win, and he, he snapped and, and became this heel to beat Ricochet for the uh, for the North American title. And then they kind of had a pivot because they were pulling people up to the main roster. Which is Champa- supposed to be him and Yeah, he, they're supposed to be this tag team, by the way, everybody. Uh, not supposed to be Ricochet and Aleister Black, but they... You know, unfortunately, Tommaso Ciampa got hurt, which actually at one point made me think I'm going to sell these tickets because I so wanted to see. I'm such a Tommaso Ciampa fan, and it's going to be tough for him to come back. By the way, that's a second blown like knee, like that's bad. He's going to be gone for his neck. Oh no, you're right. It is his neck, but he has the blown knee as well. So like, it's scary for him, and obviously we wish him the best. But Gargano, Adam Cole. I, I, I'll go with Gargano, and I see Velveteen Dream then elevating to that level, and I could actually see Adam Cole, maybe Undisputed Era, making the jump to Raw or SmackDown, which oh, scares me too even many, more than— Too many people. There's already too, too many, many people, people on these main rosters. Yeah. But uh, that's—so we have our picks there. Let's just go for the women's 
NXT Women's Fatal 4-Way, Shayna Baszler defending against Kyrie Sane, Leo Shirai, and Bianca Belair. I mean, I'd like to see Bianca Belair. I think she should have won last time. I mean, Shayna Baszler could be involved in this year's main event mm-hmm. with the Four Horsewoman and Ooh. the Four Horsewoman. So Ooh. maybe she drops Save it. Save that. Maybe she <laughs> drops it. And I would like to see Bianca Belair take it over. I like her gimmick. The crowd seems to love her. I'd like her. I mean, I love she's Kyrie undefeated. Singh. Yeah. Well, not anymore. No, but she says she still is. It didn't count. Oh. <laughs> How to keep a gimmick going. They couldn't have done a count out or something? Anyways. Uh, yeah. It's tough. I think Leo Shirai, I think having the international flair on NXT is something they've kind of gone to a couple times. Kyrie Sane's already had it twice. Baszler's had a good one. I could see Baszler making the jump, especially if Ronda Rousey's going to be departing from wrestling uh, for a little bit. I could see maybe a rub, a pass of the torch in a way. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Bianca Belair. I didn't think she lived up to the potential of that match against Shayna Baszler last time in uh, TakeOver Arizona or Phoenix. Uh, but I'm interested to see how this match comes out. I will say I bet you my wife will love Bianca Belair in person. Yeah, she's cool. So, like, the one thing, I, my wife going to NXT, she watches Raw, she watches SmackDown, sometimes Force, but she's into it. She's getting herself fired up for WrestleMania. But NXT is a tough one. But to know this will be a two-and-a-half-hour two event, starting at 7 p.m., by the way. That's awesome news. Yeah, that's nice and clean. You so can go out you're done after. by 10. Yeah. So we're going to have a long day on Friday knowing that. And, you know, it's good for all viewers, too, because even if you miss a little, you can catch up, you can watch that. That's It's going to be a great Easy event. Viewing. It is, and I just think, but I think my wife will come out of that loving Bianca Belair. I just see her, like, loving that swagger. My wife's a fan of the old swagger. Yeah, the, I love the hair. It's, like, she, the, her whole look, the fact that like, she's strong as hell. She's the strongest woman, I think, in the history of the Performance Center on a lot of the lifts and stuff. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, fun fact. They, yeah, fun fact. I, I thought it would be uh, Peyton Royce. I thought she could really power clean. Well, she probably can. She can do anything she wants. Mm, she she's, can. I'm she's sure amazing. she can. Check her uh, Instagram today. 10, 10, 10. All right, so now let's jump into it. Main event. I mean, sorry, main event. Let's jump right into the big stuff. So the main ma- reason, it's called WrestleMania weekend. WWE has may not have the heartbeat of the fans like they used to, but they still own everything. And when it comes to this weekend, there's TNA events. There is all these independents coming down. There's all these events. You go on Google or Twitter if you're a wrestling fan, there's so many events, but it is called WrestleMania Weekend. Well, you bring your product to wrestling fans, and the, all, this is where they all is, converge. This is where from they're going to be. Across the world, I've met people from Australia. I've already connected with people that we've met from the you UK. I've not made Peyton Royce. But last year, we like I, that's my favorite part of this weekend. I'm, I'm, I consider myself a people person. Yeah. I like long walks on the beach, and I enjoy peanut butter a little too much. But enough about me. But the. The thing, everybody converges and everybody connects, and that's what I love about this weekend, and we're all going to be booing a lot probably during WrestleMania and taking snack breaks at the similar time. My one hope, hope sorry, isn't that a thing that those yeah, guys they do? They, See, that's one I do things. listen just yeah. so you know. I just hope they listen out sometimes. That's all it is. It's a little bit of well, He did. JC. He commented on something. Yeah. I like that kid. He was good. We, we did a yeah. thing. Anyways, enough about all that. You'll love Nestle, so, too. I've never met him. Yeah. Will I? You yeah. kind of said that with a smirk, like you yeah. think we wouldn't like it He's on. like an acquired taste. Oh, great, because I'm great with acquired taste. <laughs> You're an acquired um, taste. You, I am definitely an acquired taste. Um, very few people I dislike right off the bat, and I'm usually wrong. Like, I didn't like our friend Anthony right off the bat. Didn't like him. No, I yeah, like him. Yeah, not many people do. Yeah, it's a little bit of a prick, but I like him. Yeah. All right, so we're not here to talk about our personal lives. We're here to talk about WrestleMania 35. My one hope is that I don't miss a major event like I have in the past. So these are Oh, yeah, because you got let in late to Dallas, well, right? Well, Dallas, I technically didn't miss anything great there, but yes, that was a whole ticketing issue. WrestleMania 33, Orlando. It's a marathon, so me and my wife, we need to take a break. If anybody, you know, Bill, you go peace every- A million times. Like, we have to stop this podcast several times you have to pee. They, we, you don't know because I edit and post. I'm a great editor. No, so you have to pick and choose when you want to step out. 
And I remember stepping up when they were going to the tag team match. And oh, then I just, out of nowhere, I just hear the New Day music. And I'm like, oh, New Day. Cool. They're probably in, they were hosts that year. And next thing you know, they say, we are introducing a fourth team. It was like Enzo and Cass versus the Good Brothers versus, I don't even remember who, dude, the match. Good Brothers? Well, that's what I call uh, Gallows and Anderson. Oh. They should have went they with suck. that. Oh, wow. I think they're they leaving do. soon. Uh, they've been Good. misused. How about that? They don't suck. They've been misused. So anyways, and then New Day come out. They were entering a, a third team, a fourth team. Like, and then you hear this music. The crowd ero- roars. I'm in a food line, but it's not like the point where I could run away. I'm waiting for the food. Like, I just paid. And I'm like, they're not going to remember me. And so I had my wife actually go out and take a picture. I was like, you got to go take a picture of this. Like, it was like a total fanboy. Like, I as mean, if that was my dad. Like, you got to go out there. It kind of got ruined for me. I had to work this WrestleMania, I remember. and you worked I, a lot of WrestleManias, I've come to notice. Yeah, I pretty much worked all of them except the last one. Or maybe... maybe last, no, that was two years ago. So, yeah, last year I don't think you worked because I remember texting again. Yeah. So that got ruined for me because the second, like, if you're a wrestling fan, you follow a bunch of people on Instagram. Like, if you open your Instagram by accident, that's the fucking first one. I usually put my air, my phone on airplane mode for, like, a big event like WrestleMania or Royal Rumble when I'm working. And I was like, fuck. Because that would have been so cool because it really was out of nowhere. Yep. No one knew. And I'll be honest. I had no idea. And obviously, when you're in the crowd, people are always – that was the year, like, Finn Balor was out for a while. And, like, Finn Balor's going to return. Finn Balor – and he didn't. Um, but that, we had no idea. I'm sitting there trying to get a taco bowl, and I hear the Hardys music, and I missed it. But still a cool, cool experience. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen to me this year. But there will be a lot of breaks because we're about to get into a big, hefty card. So um, some rumors were just dropped about what's going to be on the pre-show. So we'll get these ones out of the way. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle. Battle Royal this year where Ron Colin Strowman will win. I don't even think there's a debate. I don't even think we really have to talk about it. You have Colin Jost and Michael Che in there. And I think you just give it a Braun. He's gotten nothing. Last year he won a tag title with a two year old. The year before that, what he did was... you what did you think of the booking with the eighteen person tag match? Oh, it's back down? Yeah. I really liked I it. I fucking loved it. Okay, good. I it thought was you'd great. hate it. No. It was a lot of fun. No, it was fun. It was like a fun entertainment segment. Yes. I initially fast forwarded it, then I listened to the Jabberknocker. They told me to rewatch. Damn you, Jabberknocker. So I was rewatching most of it online, and I thought it was fun. It was great. Like, that is how. Like, that's wrestling. And that's how that should have been booked. So I don't know what they're going to do for the. Actual I wish they put the Royal. two battle royals together. Yeah, I th- fuck it. They should. Let's make they it totally the Andre should. the Giant Memorial Women's Battle Royal. Men's and Women's Battle Royal. Yeah. I don't see why. Intergender. In a battle ro- yeah. An intergender battle royal may be the way to slowly introduce, like, the way you had Nia Jax in. Um, the Royal Rumble yeah. this year. That was great. I think we're going to get some of this coming up. And first of all, and we'll, we'll so you going Braun Strowman? Yeah, absolutely. Give me a sleeper, though. Let's just put out something out there who you think could be a sleeper pick. I don't know. Uh, I'll go Braun Strowman as well. Does Andrade have a match yet? He's in that. He's in the Battle Royal. Okay, so maybe him? That's a good sleeper. That's but a like, really good it choice. It is so sad that he's not somewhere on this card at yeah. WrestleMania. He probably we'll get to the, the spot most underrated performer of the year. So my sleeper, if he's ready to go, just because there's all these rumors about him earlier this year, is Lars Sullivan. If they end up bringing him in, you know, there was all these rumors that he was going to be involved with John Cena and other anxiety-ridden things. Hopefully the best for him, but that's my sleeper I mean, pick. if you want to spin that off as a feud after Mania with Braun Strowman, I could be down for that. Yeah, so that's that's where I'll go with the sleeper. So the women's uh, battle royal, who are you picking there? Mandy Rose. Ooh. Does that love me some Mandy Rose? You know what I feel bad for? My girl, um, uh, Sonya Deville, because when they do the Mandy Rose and they come out uh, entrance and they do the blur effect, she's blurred out. 
Well, first I mean, of all, she's beautiful. Second of all, she's a badass, and I love her look. She is a boring route. Like she's more my type than Mandy. I like a girl with a big nose for some reason. Always have. I would go with an interesting nose. I wouldn't say she has a big. She's a big nose. She would. It's the nose you, feature yeah, on the face. She's got a big, big nose. Yeah. I find it attractive. And I can't reason. wait for her to one day be champion because she could be the first lesbian champion. It's time to break all the barriers. Yeah, but she and Mandy one day will have a great feud because that's a good little tag team and that's going to be good when they eventually break up. They teased it once earlier, yeah, but hopefully they, they stay, together, stay together a while. I agree, especially now where the tag team belts are real. That was around the Royal Rumble before it was announced. Yeah, they should so. get a shot at that. I would say Sonya Deville's my sleeper. I'm going to go with Asuka because you need to give it to her. I know they just did that little win thing for her on Thursday. and for on They're SmackDown. checking boxes. But I love like I mean, she, I, she puts I, a huge phenomenal. smile on my face. Her little talk about swagger, like her little movements in her face. She's awesome. She got Ross so much character. Called her out on his podcast the other day for not speaking English well enough yet. And does he know she's not working at it? One and two. That's interesting. When Jim she Ross. was in NXT, which was arguably one of the better women's characters in a long time, that run. She didn't have to speak. All she said was, "You talk too much, and, and it was you're fucking nobody's." Beautiful. Ready for, for Asuka. Asuka. That's all you need. You just book her that way. And last year at WrestleMania, in that match against Charlotte, no one liked the outcome. Anytime those two fight, nobody likes the outcome. But I will say. The match was good. And then at the end, it was a great ending because she said, Congratulations. And then she goes, You were ready for Asuka. The embr- I'm, getting, I'm getting literally goosebumps a little bit because I remember being there and feeling it. It felt so good. I hated the outcome, just like when The Undertaker lost. Shock in that building. But I it was. I would have loved her to keep going. But I would have too, but it, I, at the end of the day, I. The the way it ended, I thought was nice. So we're you're going, Mandy. Give me a sleeper pick in this one. Bianca Belair. Ooh, good call. I might. It's. I'm just trying to think of someone they could decide to do a little something with. So I'm actually going to go with Sonya Deville. Will be my sleeper pick. Is someone they could go with. I Even though last year it was. Uh, uh, Naomi and never was spoken of, never got a title match, nothing. I wouldn't mind even if they they've given. I know like this is back to like they shouldn't just check boxes, but I wouldn't mind if Mickey James or something won it. That's a, no, that, like as a veteran to get that kind of rub, that would be great. And maybe that way you can build her up again real quick to fall down for somebody to Becky or Charlotte or yeah. Ronda, whoever wins that match. That's that's good booking, Bill. That's some good booking. We're off to a good start, and we only have 17 matches to go. All right, then we'll go right to what also has been confirmed for the pre-show, though. Cruiserweight Championship. Basically, this is called the 0% body fat match. It is Mr. Alexa Bliss, Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. This is the guy, Tony Nese, when they launched 205 Live, I was all about. I loved his look. Maybe I think Seth Rollins? Yeah, he's probably thicker than Seth Rollins. Oh, he's definitely thicker than Seth Rollins. But he yeah, just he's looks not as like tall. him and Elias put together. Oh, that's a yeah, they you just hit them both together and put a mallet. Uh, Tony Nese, pound for pound, could be one of the better superstars on the card. A lot of the two hundred five live guys, like you don't even see on TV, like Jack Gallagher, like what a character he is. You don't see these guys, but this match I think will be really good. Hopefully, they give him like ten minutes on the pre-show. I don't even care if it's five. Just give me something fast-paced and a lot of action. But I'm going to keep this with Buddy Murphy. I'm just going to keep picking against Buddy Murphy because eventually I'll be right. That's actually a good call because I don't think you've once called Buddy Murphy uh, as I a pick winner. against them every time. It's like when fucking one of the Bellas had the belts forever and I kept picking against them and they never fucking relented. So, And then the one time you'll probably eventually pick Buddy Murphy is when I'll No, lose. I'm just not going to pick him until he loses. All right, so I know where you're going on these. So those are the confirmed matches for the pre-show. There should be a few more on there like this one, the United States Championship. You have Rey Mysterio Jr. making his return to WrestleMania against Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. I can't wait for the crowd. The crowd's going to love Samoa Joe. So Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, this right here is where it should have been Andrade, Ali, Kevin Owens, 
and you add whoever you want to make it a six-man ladder match. I, the ladder this match between them would have been great because I really do want to see Andrade hopefully get a singles match. Him versus Mysterio in some sort of it match would have been great. Would have been great, even if this was they, a three-way. I don't they know why they teased this wasn't that for SmackDown, by the way, and yeah. it didn't happen. No, they they have screwed the pooch on all these tease matches recently. Like they everything they tease, saying, "Oh, this is what you're going to get tonight," doesn't happen. Because this is a legit fight forever scenario. Because I mean, it's like watching the cruiserweights in the early '90s and 2000s. Well, late '90s and 2000s in WCW. That's how yeah. good these two, the chemistry. Rey Mysterio does not look a step slower, in my opinion. He, he looks, looks better. Phenomenal. You know why? I think it's because when he lost, remember when he came out the Royal Rumble last year and he was all bulked he's up, juiced. And so when now he's back to his probably we'll call it fighting weight, uh, probably honestly like fifteen to thirty pounds somewhere in between there. He's lost. He looks great. He looks like energized. His son's involved with this story all of a sudden. His son's fifteen foot taller, feet taller than him. Well, it could be Eddie's uh, kid, like I said. He wasn't a tall guy either. Well, he was taller than Ray. But I think this match will be good, and that's why the Andrade matches will be good too. Uh, we're good with him because I, I, they, he, Ray definitely does what I call the Usos, and that's they <laughs> what, make that it new and creative every single time you see them. There'll be a four-minute rest hold from Joe somewhere in the middle of the match just because that's what he does. Don't do it. We don't need it. We have but too much time. I think this will Five be minutes. one of the better matches on the card. Ooh. Do you think it should be on the pre-show? Yeah, I think it's going to have to be. I think it should be, too. Put it at access for all I care at this point. With all due respect to these guys, U.S. title hasn't meant a lot. I love Joe, but this is tough. Who who are you picking here? Mm, they got a, a lot of baby faces are going to win, so I'm going to go with Joe. I'm going to go Joe as well. Here's a match I'm predicting. Here comes the first prediction of the night, the big one. The first match of the night. Miz? Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Why? Because Roman Reigns has main evented the last four WrestleManias. That's one reason. The second reason is Roman Reigns will not get cheered if he comes out two and a half hours into this event. You need his music to be the first wrestler's music to hit. I don't know if that's a good enough match. I think it's going to I be don't... a very good match, but I don't think it's going to be. It might be the best spot for it, though, because I, it's the best place you're going to get the biggest pop. I feel like this is going to be a bruiser type of mm-hmm. match which usually isn't what you want to start off with. Although I've seen Sheamus and uh, Cesaro start off a few pay-per-views, I think two different times where they stole the show early in the night. So that could be this. And if you look back, WrestleMania 29, the first match on the card was Sheamus, Orton, Big Show versus The Shield, which you wouldn't think, again, it's kind of a weird one, but that was the first match of that card. So it wasn't like you weren't coming out. but I another think- outdoor one, right? Yeah, that was actually here at MedLife. Um, so I would say that's where I see Roman Reigns... That's, I think, the best spot for his cheering. Like, I'm not a fan still of the Roman Reigns character, but I'm obviously for the person, everything he's gone through. I think that's a perfect spot for him to come out to. Him, Drew McIntyre, the crowd's going to love him, that international crowd. I just see this being the way to kick off the show. I would love to see Drew McIntyre come out, go up to Roman Reigns' family in the front row after they've been introduced, and just do something. Not like terrible, but like grab a cup and throw it in his wife's face or something. Or even just really like at some point when he beats up. down Roman, brings him over to them like that, like dead body and like shows him. Something like that would really, I think, connect and hopefully something like that happens. I'm going to go, Roman Reigns has to win. I agree. I don't think, last year I remember picking against Daniel Bryan in his return. I did the Dork Podcast, which I actually did again this year, but uh, I, I can't. It's not going to happen. Roman Reigns wins this match. Yeah, he needs the feel-good moment. But it would be cool if he lost. I don't want him to lose. And I'm usually a fan of, like, oh, this is what you want, switcheroo. But, yeah, yeah I want Roman to win this one. Second big prediction. 
the second match potentially. Uh, this will probably be early in the card, but I, w- you know, and I kind of want it to be because I want it to have a good showcase. I think this will be match of the night. The match we'll be talking about after WrestleMania, even though I'll ask you about that later. AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Great, great, great promo work on Tuesday night. Yeah, calling just out the whole- steroids, calling out Woo! the new John Cena. Loved it. They have booked this match. It was a little weird, probably like four weeks ago, when Randy Orton just randomly came up to him and just the standing behind him, smirking. But since then, they have done incredibly well with this. This probably will be the best wrestled match of the night because I think these two want to flex their muscles and show that hey. I'm Randy Orton. I mean, they've said it in the whole thing. Randy Orton is probably the best tailor-made WWE superstar who's been there the whole time. I mean, he didn't go and do movies. That's almost a disservice to him, but he's been there the whole time. Like he did John one. Cena, he did uh, 12 rounds. Or whatever, yeah. But you know what I mean? He, he hasn't gotten so big he's gotten out of wrestling. He's just kind of stayed there, and he is, when he wants to be, one of the all-time greats. Would you say if you were to make Build a, the perfect wrestler. Build the perfect wrestler. Like he'd look just like maybe Randy Orton? He'd look like, actually, for me, Seth Rollins. I like the wrestlers with long hair. I'm building them in my head. Okay, it's but uh, weird. everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything else. He's the fucking man. Create a wrestler, you make sure you have Greatest the Greatest drop hair. kick ever. One of the coolest finishing moves ever. And again, they Woo. built that perfect on that little thing. That's the only move I have? That's a pretty fucking good move to have, though. When you only when you win as much as I have, you only need one move. Yeah. Oof, and AJ good. Styles is probably top three right now in the wrestling business still. Wrestling definitely in, in WWE. Uh, who do you pick? This is so this is for me. I'm, I tough. agree with a lot of what you said. This match is if Randy Orton. I hate to say it this way, but when Randy Orton's motivated, the guy puts on outstanding matches. You saw they him, had a great match on like, SmackDown two years ago. ago. Two years. It was when you know he was not he was not going for the title anymore with the Bray Wyatt thing. But against Bray Wyatt, it just didn't work. Last year at WrestleMania, he wasn't actually he wasn't on the card. No, he was. He was part of the four-way for the U.S. championship. He went in as the U.S. title. And that actually was good, but it was a four-way. When Randy Orton's one-on-one in the main event, especially in these big spots, you it all comes down to his motivation at this point in his career. I think he feels like he has something to prove. I think he does. I think AJ has something to prove because now look at his story. He hasn't really done anything great. We had our AJ and WWE podcast outside of having the title. Like the title, he helped make the title, and the title helped make him. But without the title, it's kind of like, oh, it what was, do we got? Hey, we're going to strap this to you. We're going to sell merch. Kids are going to love you. You might not like your character, but we're going to we're going to ride this because yeah. we know it's going to work and, for what we needed to do. And his in-ring product is always good, so I think you're right. These guys are going to go to prove it. I'm going to take it's hard. It really is hard, but I'm taking Randy Orton in this one. I think maybe they have a little something in store for him as well going forward and where AJ can maybe afford the loss a little bit more than a Randy Orton. I yeah. hate to say it that way, but and I'll take Randy Orton, too, just because I feel like I wouldn't be done with this just after WrestleMania. This has a good post-WrestleMania feud. Too. This could be one of those feuds we look back on and be like, wow, like I want more. Like we talk about Andrade and Ray. Like if these two continue, especially the heated debates, because it feels real. It has that real feel to it with the the, with the heat between the two. Uh, next up, let's go to... It's an interesting one. I'll have another hot take for you. The farewell match for Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, Baron Corbin. Love Baron Corbin. First thing I'll say is... This week on Raw, uh, I mean, last week on SmackDown, Kurt Angle was advertised to face AJ Styles. That match didn't happen. This past week on Raw, he was advertised to face Rey Mysterio. That match didn't happen. Do you know why, Bill? You think John Cena's going to come out and take this match? That's not why. I'll answer the question. First off, Kurt Angle can't wrestle anymore. He's He's done. He's terrible. We saw him against Samoa Joe, which was good to see. I watched that match back. 
He can't go. We watched him wrestle live, and I was I know, embarrassed. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I watched it mean. back, though. Just like you said, it is good to see, get the perspective from the television side. It's sad. It really is. He's toast. His body, there's something up. Like, he can't go. He's just, he's so many steps slow now. And, again, I've said this a bunch of times on this podcast. I feel bad because he was one of the greatest of all time. He's still going to, he may be a top five, at least WWE top of 10, all 100%. time. Yeah. Top five, five-tool type player. Yeah. Uh, incredible. And he's abused his body. We know the history of drugs and all the unfortunate things that has happened to him. He's broken his freaking neck twice. Like He did an ankle salt off a cage. He's a maniac. And we're not going to see that Kurt Angle ever again, which I actually don't want to at this point because the guy can barely walk down the ring. He can barely say WWE. Is it WWE? A WWE. Did but, I steal your thunder? I think I stole your thunder. I hope I stole your thunder. What? John Cena? No. No. Oh. So I'll, I'll tell you the hot take. So here's my take for this match. Kurt Angle wins in under two minutes because we don't need this match to last. I want him to break Baron Corbin's ankle. Like he takes – I want to do a cool effect with the boot where he literally turns it. So then that could be Corbin's angle going forward about how – you know, maybe he doesn't even tap. Maybe they just have to call for the bell, and that could be his thing. I want Corbin to win. I want him to humiliate Kurt Angle. Mm. I want Corbin to come out of mm. this such a fucking – Like Brock Lesnar style heat. Like against heel. the other day, yeah. Just absolute heel because he's hateable. And oh, he's very don't hateable. And like him. No. And that's pretty good because he doesn't care about being cool. No, which he's, I love. He's it's smart. not quite the way Kevin Owens was because people just kind of naturally gravitate he had better. Him. He had more charisma than. Yeah. And he's like a an everyman, so it's harder to make that guy a heel. You usually want like the big, good looking guy. Corbin's, you know. Big. Big. Not, not bad a bad looking. <laughs> uh,. He's got that weird belly button, but now he hides it he in does. the uh, TGI Fridays outfit. So make him a super mega heel. I think Kurt Angle knows enough about this business where you want to go out putting someone over. No better place to do it. This could be middle of the card next to a big match, and I think people would be happy with it if it was short. Do you need Baron Corbin to say, I love you, I'm sorry? No, fuck that. Do you need him to say um, anything? Do we need an emotional moment we can look back on in time? Yeah, you're old. It's die, over. Die. So here's my take. Kurt Angle breaks Baron Corbin Angle. It's a quick match because we can't have this going any more than five minutes. We need like six of these matches not to go long. Monday Night Raw for his goodbye. He comes out. He has this emotional like tribute thing. Cena's music hits. Bigger audience. More eyes saying you're not going out with, with Baron Corbin. I, I'm going to take you out. And there's like an emotional thing there. It's another quick match. Cena takes out and beats Kurt Angle. Monday Night Raw. I don't mind that. I would prefer That's right. not even to be a match and the just stuff I said. By the way, how are we doing on time? I saw you looking over there. Yeah, don't worry about it. Right. We're just cruising. I, I got you. Uh, I would I would prefer John Cena to come out on Monday night and just give him a nice, you know, you introduced me into this world. I'm going to, you know, take you out type of deal. It just kills him. No, no, no. Just like uh, like not even a match. Like you don't need a match. Oh, just like the he's the farewell. He's, yeah. Because John Cena put him in the Hall of Fame, by yep. the way. That's another thing that hasn't been brought up when a lot of people say, well, why not John Cena? John Cena introduced, introduced, in, introduced him into the Hall of Fame. By the way, real quick on thing on the Hall of Fame, it's going to be long. If you can watch some of it, great. If not, no big deal. There's us covering the Hall of Fame. That's going to be a, a long night. I still hear they're retooling because no one has been talked about introducing anybody. I think there's not going to be an int- uh, inductor for all the Hall of Famers. I think there's going to be a video package. They come out. I'll save like five minutes. Those yeah. guys are usually short. No, they're, some of them are like 25 minutes long. <sighs> if you go back and watch and they're great, but it's like, man, enough. And then they come out and talk 25. That's a four-hour event last year. I wasn't at that one. This year, I will be. Ugh. But anyway, so Kurt Angle back to the Hall of Fame. So th- my prediction again, breaks Baron Corbin's ankle. Final match will actually be on Raw against John Cena. All right, Corbin for me. All the way. He'll, he'll for life. 
Falls count anywhere. The match everyone's Alrighty. dying not to see. Oh, yeah, you've been listening. Uh, you have The Miz versus Shane McMahon. Honestly, I think this might be the match that opens the night because Shane is a WrestleMania superstar. Yep. It really is. I mean, we talked about it. The best WrestleMania AJ Styles match is Shane McMahon. Mm, it really you is. said that. It really is, though. I still think Chris Jericho. That's no, me. that match fucking sucked. But That's your we, opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My opinion's right. <laughs> but go, did you go back and watch that I watched one? all the AJ style when we did the AJ style. It's really good. It's not bad. I think it's just exceeded my expectation. That's why I looked back. That was the opening match, by the way, of WrestleMania 33. Being there, right, I remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. And great shooting star press by Shane. So, and he just sells out the Miz right now. I didn't want it. I didn't want good guy Miz. I like it. It's you, believable. Do you believe this has something to do with Miz and Mrs., the show? I, know, I do. Was, I think that was wildly successful on its own. It, I know, but I think he because he comes across like such a likable. Like me and my wife are watching it after SmackDown, and it's like we're laughing together. It's like he, him, and Maurice have such good chemistry, and he comes around so likable. I wonder if that's why they kind of turned his character away from being like a bad guy dick. Yeah, and I don't you know. know I love wrestling... a dick, Bill. Oh yeah, right. Give me the... the dicks. No, um, I don't know if his character as a good guy connects with wrestling fans so much. It typically, like, the Macho Man was, like, one of the first, but he, even he wasn't, like, The Miz. The Miz is, like, handsome dude, got everything. Like, didn't get everything handed to him. He had to work his whole life. He's and a people hard actually worker, resented that But he doesn't, like, look like the guy that got, he looks like the guy that got everybody, everything handed to yeah, him. Yeah, anointed. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a Randy Orton. But he's not. He he fought, he clawed, it's coming across now. I think you might have to change his look a little for this to work more for me. Like, the suits, it just... It's that 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 for me maybe I'll I'll break it's eventually. Like Ric Flair. It, exactly what I was gonna say. Oh. Uh, no no no. But good 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 call. We're good on instincts. the same page. Um, great minds think alike. No, they usually say great minds yeah, for yeah. themselves. That was what but, the genie told me when I was a kid. I love this Miz. I again pointed out to the job knocker. If they didn't have this against Shane, he probably would have been in a nothing match. That's a that honestly that is the only reason. That's why look, prediction for me the Miz will win. Because this will be a really good moment for him to be anointed as a face in a big stage. And then to see what comes after this is going to be what's most interesting. Because Shane, this is going to be a long time feud. The, Shane's going to move on. Plus, again, casual wrestling fans who are watching WrestleMania love Shane yeah, McMahon. And they know Shane from the editor. Miz has been around for a sneaky long time. Yeah, and people know him from everything. Yes, from the real world, from you know reality shows, from seeing like he he is he has the appeal outside of WWE. So well. I think that's why this might go on first as well, because people aren't bored by the Shane like we're bored by Shane and they don't haven't seen him for such a long time in wrestling now where they're, they're gonna be like, Oh, he's a bad guy? Oh, that's kinda cool, even though we're like, Yeah, this fucking sucks. Yeah. But this has mass appeal. And mass a appeal. Falls count anywhere macho. Everyone's like, What's Shane gonna jump off of? So last year he was involved with Daniel Bryan's return, didn't jump off anything, did the Coast to Coast. And two years ago, AJ Styles did the shooting star press. Uh the year before that, when he returned, Undertaker flying off the cage, which he did again, which I didn't like against Kevin Owens. I this year, he's gonna do something crazy somewhere in the state. They're building a structure as we are recording this for Shane McMahon to jump off of. I'm hundred percent certain of that because that's how the match will Blackman esque where yes. he falls fucking. And that's how the match will end, and then Miz will pin him because he made the mistake. But I really think now, you know, we shit on WWE's booking and planning, me more so than anyone probably. But they're, it's because you're passionate. They look at Shane McMahon as that guy that, like, oh, people still know who this is. Yeah. And we want The Miz to be something, so we're going to put him with him. 
So, so that's the part. That is that is, and they're trying to build him as a face, and that's how you do it. You have to put him against a big name heel, and not that Shane's a big name heel, but he's a big name. So yeah. I, I agree with you there. So where Miz, are you going? Miz, 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 Miz. So now we'll get into a match that nobody wanted to see, but we're getting it anyways. Fatal Four Way for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Nope, not Raw. They're not involved yet, and probably won't be. Ricochet and Aleister Black versus Sheamus and Cesaro, The Bar, versus Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Usos. Any one of these as a singles with The Usos, well, uh, you know, a tag team match, would be great. I really would love to see this on the main card. Because I know the Usos said it two years ago. Did they have a match on the main card last year? Yeah, uh, yes, they were part of the three-way for the tag titles. Them versus New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. When the Bludgeon Brothers that was won. on the main, card? that was on the main card. Okay, Third so match. They finally got one. Look at this. I got a little Wikipedia in my head. They got one. I would really Fourth love match. to, really love to see them get their own match. They deserve it. They are the, the best tag team in the history of WWE, probably in professional future podcasts wrestling. coming up. We'll do talk to tag teams. I, Spoiler, really. Like, them versus the bar, fucking amazing. That, them versus uh, Shinsuke probably, Rusev would be great. Yeah, who's the other one in this that they the, threw in there? Alistair Black and Ricochet would be amazing. Like Alistair Black All and Ricochet those... put together an, an outstanding best Raw tag team match, title match in years, and we always can say that. But that really was against the revival this past Monday. It was, it was great. so good. It was so great. Good. And you don't get a lot of that in the tag team divisions because WWE doesn't care about tag teams. They don't this, put their tag teams in a position. This match will be fun. It'll be entertaining. Right. I think it would be way more fun if it was the Usos versus any one of these teams. Yeah, I think the Usos versus it. the bar would be just a really good slugfest, big moves. Cesaro, pound for pound, I still think is one of the best wrestlers that WWE has and underutilized. But I, I just don't want to show see this. if it was the Usos versus one of the, this would be you one know, of the best matches of the night. I agree with you. And if this match was on NXT. Like, if you put just take these four just for any other reason, I know they already have their own, but like these guys, like in that crowd type of atmosphere, not in a five hour, oh, six hour man, event, the crowd would be fucking bananas. They would love it. That's why I want to see them do more of that, but that's something to come. Uh, now we'll jump to, uh, let's go to the no holds barred match between Triple H and Batista. If Batista wins, Triple H's career will be over. Now, Bill, before you react to this outstanding match everyone's looking forward to, a little uh, pop quiz. Last time they were at MetLife Stadium, WrestleMania 29, who did Triple H fight? Um, Let me think. I don't know. He's not acting. He really doesn't have anything in front of him. You don't know. Brock Lesnar. Hey, Billy, let me ask you. What was the stipulation of that match? Probably no holds barred. It was if Triple H lost, he would have to retire. He lost, right? He won. He, he beat won. Brock Lesnar. He was beat a, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, it was a bad call when you look back. It was like Brock Lesnar's one big... Like, oh he lost to John God. Cena when he first came back, and then Triple H at WrestleMania. But um, moral of this story is they're going back to that same storyline. On the same night that Kurt Angle gets his farewell match, so when we knew that The Undertaker... Well, we didn't know going in, but uh, like The Undertaker's last match, there wasn't another stipulation on that card. When Ric Flair at WrestleMania 24... There wasn't another retirement match. When Shawn Michaels faced The Undertaker at WrestleMania 26, there was another retirement angle. Do you think Triple H does this on purpose? Or do you I, here's think, my real belief. Do you think Vince is behind it? I think Vince is behind it because he... I think it's actually the writers and Vince because I think they say, well, we got to have Triple H in a big match. Don't forget, he has yet to wrestle since he's returned from his, like, show peck tour. Do you think he's worth it? Do you think this year, no. Triple H character... Not this year. And not in this match. I loved Batista's promo this week. Keep it short and simple. But this this whole match, a scenario, isn't worth it. If there was more build and more time put into it from when they did the SmackDown 1000 to Triple H having to put his ego and all, I think it's just creative knowing Triple H is their boss and he's a competitor. They always try to give him something because you know, they don't want to be the one that says no. You know what the funny thing is about Triple H? He is the ultimate 
B-plus player. Ooh. He is the B-plus guy. He is not the greatest promo. He's damn good. I actually fully enjoyed that promo live because I had to listen to it. I was like, damn, this guy's fucking entertaining. He's not The Rock. He's not Austin. He's not even fucking Daniel Bryan right John now. Cena. He's not John Cena. He's good. He's a very good wrestler. If you put him in a, if you put him in a match with Shawn Michaels or somebody who's a great wrestler, it's a great match. He is a B plus talent, and he's dating the boss's daughter. And you know what he's an A plus at? Everything else. Everything like his he's work with NXT is phenomenal. Do you, Just do that. Would you like to see him transition from being like a GM dash wrestler on Raw and SmackDown? To like maybe the like known oh like almost like what Vince was for WWE in the late nineties doesn't have to be a heel necessarily but like we know he runs NXT he's just involved with that product. I just like him to be like Vince was when Vince wrestled at just the Halloween or not the uh, St Valentine's Massacre that level of boss that level just when of you heel, need him just when you absolutely like what he need did for him. Daniel Bryan almost at WrestleMania exactly. thirty. Exactly. He was like the second to last that boss he the, needed. That was the last match where I thought, okay, Triple H fits like a fucking glove in this one. It's a really good point because WrestleMania 31, while it was a cool match to watch, like him versus Sting, nobody really wanted that going in. It was weird. It worked out. It shouldn't have beat him, but Should've it worked been the out. Undertaker. But then 32, he fought Roman Reigns for the title. 33 fought Seth Rollins, which was, it was good because it got Seth Rollins over again after his injuries. Mm. The match wasn't great, but it was a good story. Mm. He used to be the man, all that. And then WrestleMania 34 last year. Triple H was in a tag team with Stephanie versus Kurt Angle and Ronda See, Rousey. See, that worked, actually. That because worked. it also, you know what he's saying, it's getting people they, over. He was called out, and I know Batista called him out, but that's not even somebody who was there. You know what I mean? That one was just, this is just. This is bizarre. It's and an the, old man match. Nobody wants it. Batista, I, I'm not going to watch his promo. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just not It was four words. It. it was perfect. What did he say? He said, kiss my ass. And threw the, threw the microphone at the camera. All right. That's good. cool. That's and cool. they did a big package. They showed the history. Still don't care. So Still I don't, don't care, care either. I'll be honest. It just, it hasn't, it just it hasn't. Of all the heart strings, there's who too wins? many matches. Who wins? Honestly, who do you like? I know we're Triple picking, H. but like Triple H why? wins. Triple H What's wins the point? because he's vanquishing Batista. This is Batista's retirement match. We have to be honest. It is. He's not wrestling again. Maybe this is Triple H's way of saying, hey, guys, I think I am done. I'm going to let Batista beat me, and maybe Batista can come back every like one time more there's a do Guardians something. of the Galaxy movie or something. So that's the other thing. Everyone's like, oh, I wonder what the entrance is. Everyone's like, oh, is it going to be a Thanos entrance? It would be awesome if there was right before he does the pedigree, Triple H does like a snap or something with his finger. But they're not going to do any of that. You know what? If they introduced that, like if he comes out like, As Thanos, like a Thanos style, that would be fucking amazing. I would then I would be fully on board with this match. I just it, the real shame is there's so many things you're looking forward to at WrestleMania. This is just going to clog up a big part. The entrances will be cool. This match can't go more than eight minutes though. Do not do not make this match more than eight minutes because it can't. We don't want it, and it shouldn't. Batista hasn't wrestled in years. And, Batiste, and Triple H coming off an injury, short and sweet. Uh, jump into the Intercontinental Title match. Finn Balor as Demon Balor, weird little introduction, versus Bobby Lashley. I don't, uh, and I know I got into this with JC online, I oh don't like this match. I don't either. I. It's a bad spot. They've been doing this for how long now? Two how and a half long? months. Two and a half months. And why does he need to be the demon? That was terrible. It was like the scary movie terrible. version of The Exorcist. Yes. You know, the tongue was out. Why does he need to be the demon to beat Bobby Lashley? The best part Bobby of it, Lashley. Yeah, because he's already beat him. That's the worst part. So the funny part of this is, 
when they're like, there's rumors going around, Bobby, that uh, Finn could be the demon. No, there's not. You create your own rumors. It would have been cool if there was rumors. And then he just says he's going to be it, which I get you have to tease something. This is a squash match. It, it has to be a squash It match. has to be the same thing like Baron Corbin at SummerSlam. He comes out, uh, annihilates Bobby Lashley, and Demon Balor wins. I just don't like the spot. I don't like the match. I would have loved to seen like Finn Balor as the demon versus Triple H. I think that would have been a good spot. Just something else. This this feud has been going on for it feels like four months. That's a bad feeling too. It hasn't been that long, but it just feels that way. It's Balor a, gets there the was, win. There was at least one pay per view match and a million Raw. Yeah, matches. and don't forget, Finn Balor lost his IC title match for no reason about five, five weeks ago to Bobby Lashley on a Raw. Yeah, Balor and this and a just squash. for this. Yeah, like ugh, moving on. Uh, one versus sixteen. Seed. I think we're down to the final two big ones here. No way, really. Yeah, we've been through about 900 matches. Well, before we get to the two big, oh, I'm sorry, three big matches, uh, let's go. Alexa Bliss is your host. Anything there? Any comments? Any thoughts? She reminds me of a Bratz doll. She's pretty good on the mic when she's in a feud. She's not really good at the hostess, spokesperson typey deal. I don't like it. Um, I like it when she's sweating over men. I like when she like is like. That's cool. If that's gonna she's be got a good sex hook. appeal. To me, she's got a brat's appeal. Like I don't like. She's, but she has a sex appeal. Like when she's like, so I've uh, like she has a good like sexuality to her tone when she speaks. I think phenomenal body, great face, beautiful person. For me, nose, nose is like she, she got the cute. rhinoplasty. No, she, she got the rhinoplasty. Cute little nose. Uh, she just she reminds me of like really young girl. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> not music, to be creepy, but like yeah, I don't it, find I her like it. sexy. Now you you ruin it for me. Yeah. That's like what I used to think of Kate Upton for like two and a half years. And she's like, oh, she kind of looks like an 18-year-old her face, but her body's out of control. And then now she's older and I'm into it. Uh, anyways, uh, WrestleMania 35 musical act this year, Elias. See, this might actually be good if he's plugged in like he was at the last pay-per-view where he kind of like, that might have been four pay-per-views. No, well, last pay-per-view he did a couple performances and then Randy Orton and AJ interfered. I'm hoping we get The Rock. Ooh, I'll love tell you. to get The Rock. I'll tell you who we're getting. Who we getting? Undertaker. Oh, my God in heaven. No. No. Undertaker. No. no. He's going to come out. No. He's going to tell everyone to silence their phones, do all that stuff. He's going to start playing. He's going to talk down. Dong. You know what? If that's the Undertaker's thing at this WrestleMania, that almost doesn't even make sense, though. He's, like, too big to do that. Now he's become a, a joke act. I would love The Rock to come out. You and have just... a much better scenario. It's I thought Cena, Undertaker, I never even thought of The Rock. That would be Or Stone Cold. Because you, you know what it is? Elias needs a rub. He needed to get in a feud sooner or later. I remember taking a note. I'll tell you the date. It was January 30th. I started to predict my WrestleMania lineup, and it was Elias versus Jeff Jarrett. Because remember they did that little thing yep. after Royal Rumble? It, this would have been the spot. I remember talking to him on the podcast. You can listen back. And he that was like the one thing he's ever sunk his teeth into. You know what they need in this match? Tell me. Well, it's not a match. Row, front row, the transporter, Jason Statham. Right when like they just walk him out. He's like been there the whole time. They sure. walk him out just for the big Elias performance. Like he calls out Jason Statham, then the fucking Rock comes out. And well, then promotion we get, for the movie. Oh, it would be that. That, that, that makes almost too much sense. That's what I need. We could bring Nathan Jones, who also looked like Jason Statham. Yes. Or Jason Statham. Or you maybe Gronkowski. Yeah. Fans wouldn't like it. I'm just trying to think outside the box. I just don't know. How Again, about this? What if he just performs? That'd be fine. <laughs> what if we actually I'd get a song? He goes, Good night, everybody, and that's it. Uh, I don't know. And then you have Colin Jost and Michael Che. We already know they're in the Battle Royal. Anything else from them? Do you want anything else from them? Maybe I should watch Saturday Night Live more because I really, when they say, I know Michael Che from, yep. uh, I've seen like he has stand ups every once in a while. I've you know, never watched it. I don't know who the fuck Colin Jost is. Pretty good heel work on Monday Night Raw live, but that's the only thing that I've seen of him. Uh, I haven't watched anything from Saturday Night Live in like 10 years. You want to, Bill, I know you asked. Do you want to know what my card was originally for WrestleMania? Yes. 
On this note, I had Seth versus Lesnar, which we'll get to next. For this one? This is for this year. This is on, on January 30th. Brian versus Cena. Dean Ambrose versus Triple H. <laughs> Becky Lynch versus Ronda. Charlotte versus Asuka. Elias versus Jeff Jarrett. Shane versus Miz. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle. Oh, and they also either had or Miz versus Brian. And then Women's Battle Royale. I didn't go that far. You know what I would love to do at at some point in this WrestleMania? I know we kind of gave a curtain call at the end of SmackDown or whatever it was, Monday Night Raw. Dean Ambrose to get something at WrestleMania. Something. I I don't even care if he wins the fucking Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Billy, you're pulling on my heartstrings. I I actually, in the last like two weeks, have come around a little bit on Dean Ambrose. Oh, I'm rubbing off. Oh, that's gross. Come on over here, big boy. Uh, No, like they fucked up the whole feud, and then like I was like, I'll just punt. I'll forget that that whole thing happened. And Shield's fine again with me. Some sort of moment. Maybe it's even in the Roman Reigns match where Roman Reigns wins and then what's-his-name flips his shit after the match and just starts beating him into the ground. Dean Ambrose music hits, and then that's where he gets his last hurrah. He, honestly, as much as I've beaten him down over the years— He's so soft today. I would would not mind seeing him get something on the way out. I just think it's over. I think if he's really leaving, we're not going to see him ever again. Like, I think they did the thing where McIntyre put him out a couple times. I don't think WWE would be wise to do that because I think now that they uh, AEW has Jim Ross, don't sandbag these guys. And they really haven't sandbagged Dean why Ambrose on the way. No, just don't. Just, right. just be like, hey, you know, we're going to leave on good foot. Yeah, I want that too. Don't get me wrong. I want to see him at WrestleMania. I just don't. He wasn't on Raw this week. He kind of inconspicuous by his absence, so we'll see. I, I said there was three more matches this for. All right, here we go. Fatal four-way for the WWE Women's Tag Team titles. The Iconics. Oh, they're getting Versus great, great promo on SmackDown there, as well. Have they ever had a bad one? No. Versus WWE Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus Tamina Snuka and Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks and Bailey the Boss and Hug Connection. Billy, who are you taking? Don't even break it down. Iconic. That's a bad call. I'm going to go with Sasha Banks and Bailey. They're keeping the titles. Iconic's too early for the title. No, I, think. I know they're keeping the titles. And but I you know, want Iconic? I'm just picking the team that I want to win, the team Good that should have the belts going in because they have really been the ones driving this fucking whole chip here. This is the only reason this match is kind of interesting to me is because they're in. Yeah, I'll give Beth Phoenix and Natalia some credit. It's kind of cool to see them together. I know, like, the end. Are they faces? Are they heels now? I don't even know. They're flaces. Yeah. Uh, so a part of me could see them win, even though it wouldn't make sense for, like, long-term storytelling. But just with, like, Anvil going into the Hall of Fame, Natalia has really been, like, a cornerstone of this I division. I heels. For, whatever. The heels can still win. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to stick with the Boston Hall connection, though, because I, I don't know. I know we're not going to get the four horsewomen all with championship belts, what everyone thought would happen. Would have been cool. It would have been, but I'm kind of okay that that's not happening. I still could see maybe the four of them being involved in something at the end. Uh, let's go to actually. I'm going to be. It's going to be uh, Billy's choice, Taylor's choice. Which title match do you want to go to first? Women will save to the very the, end, but do you want well, the, the worst one. Smack the worst one. So we'll go Daniel Bryan, uh, uh. Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship. Seth Rollins, your 2019 Royal Rumble winner, going against Brock Lesnar, the undefeatable force versus the undeniable talent. I don't know. Um, what do you got here? I don't really know. I don't really care. Okay, this match so, is a snoozer. All right, uh, good snoozer. sell. I will say I'm more interested in this match over the last week than yeah. I have for a while. Uh, I think I put this. I put a little uh, little tweet out there, and I said the WrestleMania Championship builds are like Goldilocks. You had um, the women. Good. The women's title match is too hot. There's too much going on. This match is too cold. Kofi and Daniel, just Perfect. right. 
So this match right here, it all comes down to timing. Worst build it's really bizarre. Match I've ever seen. And Paul Heyman's getting a little stale with his promos. Aside, I said that you, like I know, Bill, six months ago. I didn't agree with it six months ago. I just noticed on this run because there's been so much time. You got to evolve it a little. He did a one, little. His best promo. Softed. His best promo was brought, the people that bought the brought the best out of Brock were AJ, Finn, and Daniel Bryan. And you're not as good as them. Oh, that was so good because he was. You thought he was going to say, and I know you're going to do it because he always talks up the opponent. This time he's crapping all over Seth Rollins. I like because Seth Rollins Brock, because Brock Lesnar never wrestles. Paul Heyman can't almost evolve anything. It's boring. It's so, oh, I hate that word. It's boring. All right, you don't have to say it again. I get it. it cuts like a knife. So, who are you picking? This is the first time before we pick. Actually, this is the first time in a WrestleMania in three years that we don't. Well, two years that you don't know if Brock Lesnar's staying or going. Because all the other times, like last year, it's like he's going to UFC. It's going to UFC, and then we obviously saw what happened when he threw the title at Vince McMahon's face. Good call, Vince. I don't know. This is this honestly. Might make it a little bit interesting because it's a to me it's a pick 'em. I really don't know. Yeah, I feel like they have to get the title on Raw. I so feel like you're going Brock Lesnar should be. I, I I'm gonna go with Rollins. I I want him to be great again. Let's make Seth Rollins great again. So give him Bob Backlund. Give him some edge. Have him. I oh, this is the thing that fucking pissed me off. Oh, the whoa. dick kicking, but dick punching. Oh, yeah. That was why. All means why? necessary to get the title why? back. No, you Shades made him of look gray. so weak. You made him look so weak by I having can't disagree. twice. The I know. First time he did it, I was like, did he just hit him? In the-? Yep. When he did the low blow with like the fist under, yeah. that's like Dean Ambrose does that because he's that's like, China from yes. <laughs> two thousand. Yeah, which it made him look so weak. I hated that. I, for a second, I was like, okay, maybe I believe him. Uh, he like That was kind of cool. He comes out, stands face-to-face, toe-to-toe with Brock Lesnar, and then he fucking low blows him from behind twice. Kicked him right in the dick. Uh, uh, I'm going to go... Uh, s- uh, he's really not a heel. Hot. Seth Rollins. I'm going to pick Seth Rollins. Yeah, Seth Rollins. I think I saw somebody tweet this, but it is true. I've been watching some. Brock Lesnar takes great curb stops. He it's just it. takes when like a champ. When he wants to, he sells fucking as good as anyone ever and that, has. And hopefully he does here to uh, come WrestleMania. Doesn't right. Dean Ambrose it? Next up, we'll go to WWE Championship match. Kofi Kingston finally getting it done. Big E's work on SmackDown might have been the greatest Chewing of all time. Up the scenery like you wouldn't oh, believe. Oh, it's unbelievable! It's fucking so. Me and Din good. were hollering, hollering. He was so good. I forgot Xavier Woods was in the ring. Daniel Bryan is your champion. Kofi Kingston before who you got this match. I've had so many issues with. I know you've loved it the whole way through. Yes. The no Kofi talking. Where are we again? Though he, that I get it. I get what your your thought process was. Oh, we're getting there. His promo this week was outstanding. And you he know was, why it was better? Because he wasn't talking the whole time. He wasn't talking. And Daniel Bryan, no Vince being involved also because it made the, actually Daniel Bryan take some heat. Like He had such a great line. He's like, all this is going to go away. He's like, with all the same people that are chanting yes are chanting Kofi and it's not going to last. It's like, ooh. His promo that's work good. was phenomenal. And then you had phenomenal. Kofi say, the, and I loved it. He was just like, the difference between us is you were scared of me. You're scared of your own, like, the you fans turning. You know what turning, happened before. And you know what happened. It's like, oh, man, this is like storytelling. This is callbacks. It oh is really God, good. It's crazy to I, enjoy something. But <laughs> no, because it isn't Big E talking. It's not Xavier talking. It's the but horse's mouth. it made mouth. it so much more special that you didn't get it until the very end. And I'm going to tie this into what you're going to end up crapping on the main event and why I think it's going to work. So just remember those words you just oh, no, said. no, 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 no. remember those words, no, Mother no, no, Trucker. No, I've changed my mind on that. Oh, okay, well. How dare I? This is a different bill. Maybe he's wearing the positive hat. But to end this one, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan, I already, watching the promo, got the wrestling goosebumps. Got yeah. that jittery. I'm nervous for what this match is, and I'm excited because I really don't know who will win. 
And he doesn't have to win. He doesn't, but I think he will. I think they're going to pull the really, trigger. really would love it. I would love it. Because I, I think probably, the fans will I would be emotional lose their mind. Yeah, I do. I would be very emotional over this. I and agree with you. The way they built it, the way he hasn't talked much, I mean, that's like a storytelling device to like not have somebody talk until like they absolutely need it. They use it like this fucking uh, musical I went to go see, Memphis. Mm. Little black guy in the corner didn't talk the whole movie. He's mute. At the end, he has to scream to stop a fight, and like I fucking cried. impact. Impact. I cried. Yeah. In front of like everyone in a fucking giant theater because it was fucking awesome. They've done that. Look with what WrestleMania does wrestling. to people. Look what we're talking like, about. It's in wrestling where like it's become that important. They've made this guy so lovable, so important. Out of really nowhere, this was supposed to be Mustafa Ali, probably. I don't think it was going to get to this point, though. Maybe not. Because I don't think the fans, no way the fans would care this much, with all due respect to Ali. Oh, 100%. Is that he would, he's the flavor of the week, in a sense, where Kofi Kingston has this long history of, like, no one's ever really, you know, like, oh, Kofi, well, you have in the past, but, like, it shows hard work and effort. This yes. is the reason when Zack Ryder won the title at WrestleMania 32 in that ladder match, the crowd went nuts. It's still, to this day, at a WrestleMania, the most, like, like extraordinary, like for yeah, a win, I've been. been Kofi Kingston yes. the last eleven years at some point in our life, and he's finally getting the moment. And I would love it if he won, so I'm, I'm gonna pick. I the other thing is we haven't seen Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. It's a fresh matchup. Like yeah. I know we've really never seen Seth Rollins versus, versus Brock Lesnar one on one. And well, we did a battleground one year, but we never got a finish. But like we've kind of seen this before. We've seen these type of matches. We know what to expect. This I have no expectation for. So my prediction is it could be the first match of the card. Daniel Bryan getting ready. Rowan comes up on the apron, gives him a kiss, turns around, trouble in paradise, a repeat of WrestleMania 28. I would be so pissed. Imagine that kisses Rowan right there. I'd be so pissed. And now the big match, I will also go Kofi Kingston. I think it's a night of positivity. Honestly, though, where do you think it does go on the card? This is That's a tough, card. La- tough call. Last year they gave AJ and Shinsuke the co-main event, like second to last match, and then they did some like promo stuff. I could see this actually being earlier in the card just because I think they're going to plot these big three. These are the big three matches. I think Lesnar and, Sh- and Seth might be later. Cause I think if- you can't have it too much later, though. I think that has to hour be the two. first I'm one. I'm saying it's somewhere in hour two out of this five. This match? Yes. I think Lesnar and Seth has to be earlier. Really? Because it's... I don't think people are going to be hot for it unless it's early. But that's – you got a great point. But I think that's the issue with these cards being so long. So now let's get to it. The big main event, the storyline that's been going on, but seems like forever, but it was super exciting stuff. Started, kicked off last year at SummerSlam when it was supposed to be Becky versus uh, Carmella for the no, SmackDown really title. off with the – Well, uh, last, the year, last year's uh, <laughs> Royal Rumble, the year prior, 2018. Anyway, so you got Ronda Rousey, Raw Women's uh, SmackDown t- champion. No, Raw Women's champion – Ronda Rousey versus SmackDown champion Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Winner takes all. So somebody's walking out, two belts on overhead, just like Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. Two belts be hung high. Before you say who you're picking, how do you feel about the match today? All right, let's talk about the Raw thing. Let's talk about it. Let's, Let's talk it. about sex, baby. This is like a, like you have something personal to talk to me about. No, because I wasn't on board for that. I still don't know how she put the car in a drive and rammed it. Very talented, Bill. That's what it comes down to. She's a talented woman. But you want a woman, let's be honest, you want a woman, Bill, while handcuffed, can work a stick. Yeah, why not? Um, Yeah, 100%. But uh, I will say again, the Jabberknocker did sell me with their excitement on this. I was like, ah. I went back and watched so all the- So they sold you on the excitement. 
Yes, you didn't did. have so before you listened to them. How did you feel? I was like ah, like because I kind of like speed watched this, and then I went back and actually oh, I watched it. it. I loved I was it. Like it was attitude era as yes, it, was it was fun. It was entertaining as hell. It was, and I was uh, a cranky old curmudgeon about it, and you I are. was not That's accepting you. of it. And I was like ah, fucking open hate your this. eyes. This is stupid. And then I watched watched back, and I was like, you know what? I appreciate this. This was good. Um, it, it was, was different. over the top. That was and the, that's the way I different. want wrestling to be over the top. Like the moment in the car where Becky and Ronda look at each other, that was the best acting that Ronda Rousey will ever do. Yeah. No doubt about it. She, like, that's the they Ronda Rousey I the want. Trash out of that's each other. That's the Ronda Rousey we need. Yeah. Becky cut, I think it was on, was on SmackDown. SmackDown, a good promo. Great promo. It she got us right back to the reason. Great. Yes. They kind of recaptured the moment. I and agree. again, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, they got it right right at the end, but it's like, how good is, how entertaining has the Kofi thing been that was booked so well for like five weeks? This well, would have been great if they figured out how to do it the whole way. I agree with you. I can't disagree with you there because I, I still have liked it the whole way through. Yeah, it's kind of been over the top. I still don't like the whole, what they did, shoehorning in the SmackDown Women's Championship. Everyone's complaining about Charlotte being there. Charlotte's the best wrestler on the roster, so I'm okay with her being 100%. there. I think she's earned this match, maybe not storyline-wise. Vince putting her in. But then, like, Vince kind of dropped off the story. The reason this is so muddied, and I think people have issues, Triple H, Stephanie, and Vince were all involved at different points, and then they got uninvolved, which is just kind of bizarre. My problem with Charlotte being in this match is not that she doesn't deserve it, as we have established a hundred times over. Best wrestler and she, This was what the match the was roster. probably going to be. It was supposed it to probably be Ronda was. versus Charlotte. She, Becky even said that in the promo. This wasn't her match. Um... The only problem I have with her being in this match, and I don't even really have a problem now because it's fine, but is you would you could have made the story make so much more sense. There's a plot hole here of why she's in there, and I know I'm nitpicking, but what the fuck is a podcast for if not to nitpick? They could have figured out creatively four months ago or three months ago or two months ago when they knew it was Becky trending to this spot how to work Charlotte in a little smoother. And all they had to do was have Vince be crazy Vince backstage, like, oh, we need we need Charlotte, we need Charlotte. Anything like that would have worked for me. Now we're here. I'm going to enjoy WrestleMania and this match. The women definitely deserve it. It's just, that that just is the one thing that irks me. This could have been perfect. This could have been, like, the best told story going to a WrestleMania, and it was women. That would have been a huge feather in the cap. Bef- it already is. But. Before we pick winners, now knowing it's the main event... What time does this match start? I'm I think guessing it's got to be early. No, it's the main event. No, I know, but I think they have to tr- like. Bill, this thing's starting. The pre-show's like, only starting at six. Five, is that right? Five o'clock. The pre-show starts. Six o'clock is the hour they put on USA. Okay, so there'll be mad more matches there. Do so you, when does the WrestleMania? Seven p.m. I'm guessing this main event is starting at like eleven thirty, which is insanely I don't think dumb. It can. it can. I, it, they don't have the rules like pay per view anymore. That's the whole reason no, they stopped. I know stopped. that, but I don't think they can. I don't Here's the reason I agree with you because you this need the eyes, too. and yeah, you need the eyes on this match. You need this match kicking off at like eleven. There's no way they're going to be able to do it with all the time unless we have six or seven matches under fifteen minutes. Minutes. I think there's going to be a lot more matches on the pre-show than you would anticipate. I hope. Though I I'm praying that one of the bigger matches might be real quick. Like, like if I, Brock Lesnar wins, it might be. I think that match is eleven minutes. Either way, Bro, whoever wins. I'm, I'm saying maybe if you want to rebuild Seth Rollins, make it a five minute squash and just stomp out Seth Rollins. Kick him in the dick a couple times, win yeah. the title. Yeah, yeah. That because the matches I want to see given time is this match. This match could be twenty five minutes. Because remember WrestleMania 32 with the women's three way: Sasha, Becky, Charlotte stole the night. Best mm-hmm. match of WrestleMania 32. 
A lot of pop and circumstance with the entrances, and I think you're going to get that here. We already know Joan Jett's going to be performing an entrance, so there's going to be a lot to this. Uh, give this match 30 minutes, 40 minutes with entrance. That's a long time. That's a long time. Maybe 35 with entrances. Triple H versus Batista, long. you need that much shorter. Okay, 20 minutes? You're talking Becky Charlotte? Yeah, sorry, I'm going back to that, yeah. 20? 15? I think it's going to be like between 15 to 20. 15, 20. There should be no match longer than that. Even Kofi Daniel Bryan, which I think should be given the most, either that or um, AJ versus uh, Randy. AJ Orton, I think, should be given the most time. I think they're going to give it a Miz and Shane because it's false kind of anywhere. They're going to go all over the place. Batista, Triple A. There's too many matches. But anyways, uh, I'm scared for the length of this. Uh, My wife never said that. So I would say... I still think it's going to be in the 11 o'clock hour, and they're, they're nuts. It's going to be a five-hour event. Easy. Easy. Yeah, that'll be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a real slog, especially being there, and it's going to be cold. I mean, I won't. I 100% will not mind it. And by the way, they do seed the clouds. You won't get rain no matter what. I'm, I'm, it's a thing. I hope you're it's right. A, no, I'll just it's say a hope thing. You're, can they make it warm? No, but you can bring fucking hand warmers and shit. I don't well, think it's, it's supposed to be kind of nice, though. Yeah, but 60 for that long? Well, 60 at night is going to turn It's going to drop to 50. Yeah, so anyway, so okay. Becky Lynch, Ronda, Charlotte. Who do you think is going to win? Who do you want to win? Who's raising both titles? Who do I think is going to win? Who do I think is going to win? Who do I think is going to win? I'm not stalling. That's the question. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I really think Who do I think is going to win? is going to win. Ooh. I really think she is. I think she, honestly, at this point, I kind of want her to. I, I'm with you for because I like how Charlotte's been, you know, given like she's like the, she's like the end boss of females now. The problem that I had is when they did that stupid SmackDown title win a few weeks ago, it bothers me. Becky Lynch should win. Becky Lynch is going to win. This is the story people are looking for. We need the feel-good moment to end the night. There hasn't been a WrestleMania that's ended on a feel-good moment in almost since Seth Rollins, and that really was it was a feel-good moment for him, but it wasn't like a face winning. Daniel Bryan, five years ago, was last feel-good. He had Roman Reigns win in 32. People were booing. I was there. Roman Reigns beat The Undertaker. People were booing. I was there. WrestleMania 34. Roman Reigns won. People were booing. We can't but have it anymore. Three of those were supposed to be feel-good moments, and they just weren't. I can only think of one that was really supposed to be. I'm sorry, Roman Reigns didn't even win last year. I apologize. Brock Lesnar won, and people were booing. It needs to be Becky. We need to finally end on something that makes you go, oh, yes, I feel good. Things that make you go, mm. Yeah, that, and they've, they've kind of screwed themselves in making this main, the main event. Want, Becky wins. I kind of want Ronda to win, too. Like a I little, think, honestly, last on my list, just because like Becky's character is a little bit back to me now, she can honestly take... I mean, she would... It would be the, the feel-good moment, yeah. but I kind of want to see a four-horsemen thing, too. Why not? Like, I think we get to that, though. I think this could lead to that. All right, so maybe they interfere somehow. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to pick Becky. I would really... You rebel. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Like, Cut the cord. I, again, like I don't need the end result to be what I want. I just want the story to be good. At this point... Story wasn't that great. Give me Becky. All right, couple questions for you before we wrap up. What will be the biggest surprise? The Rock. What will I'm going to say? The Undertaker. Who will debut return come Monday night? If you were to pick, this can be you pick. Velveteen Dream. So I'm. So I I want to see like I wanted less debuts and more like repackaging. So I would love to see Bray Wyatt come back, uh, come Monday. Maybe have some sort of involvement. Maybe something. But I also could see them doing the Undisputed Era. You know what I also hate is that that now oh, everything is Monday. Give me one Sunday. Give well, me one. Just oh, one I know. Sunday. Well, more because eyes on the product and I Tuesday. Now they even have that. Christ, I'm that. just saying that that's what it is. I know that's, that's what theory. it is. But my theory with that is 
Fuck it. Tell I, the I best possible story, and then people will come to your product more often. Good people, example. The this eyes whole... are just there because it's free. Good e- Make it watchable. Good example. WrestleMania 19. At the end of WrestleMania 19, they had a promo saying Goldberg. They didn't say tomorrow night, but they just said Goldberg, and then he did come out the next night. But that was really cool because on WrestleMania, like, oh, Goldberg's coming. Ronda Rousey at Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's that cool. Was, that wasn't on Raw. You're right. Uh, what match do you think are you most excited for heading into the night? Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, not even close. I'm going to stick with the women because I have a little bit of the feels for that one still. Uh, and what match do you think will be talked about the next day? Like, what is the match everyone will be talking about just from WrestleMania? Uh, I don't know. That, uh, like, I think it'll probably be Shane Miz. Shane usually somehow finds a way to, like, get on Bleacher Report by jumping off of something crazy. Like, somebody at my yeah. work will ask me, oh, did you see what Shane did? Of course I did. But, like, yeah. That's Shane. a good point. I, I still maybe Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, but I still want to believe it's going to be Randy Orton and AJ Styles just because of the good match. And then what match? Well, this is going to be the answer for me. What match will steal the show in your opinion? After we've just run through the whole card, I honestly think that the match that everybody's going to pick for this, and you're probably going to pick, is Randy Orton, yeah, and AJ Styles. But I really think Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston will steal the show. Like it, it's a title match, and those don't usually steal the show. And WWE has put out the poll where like. The women's main event is on it. That doesn't count. That's the main event. That's that shouldn't steal the show. That is the show. Yeah, that's a good point. But I, I, yeah, I don't even that think that it's going to steal. That's a good point. But it still could steal said show. No, last match is not in the spot to steal a show. That is the show. That's what you build your event around. Mm. I think it'll be Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan as the third rate title. And I think they're gonna one. Kofi has a lot to prove. Daniel Bryan, I think, still has a lot to prove. First one on one match in a long time at a WrestleMania. I think it's, it's gonna be awesome. All right, uh, we're not going to give you a match of the pod this time. Match of the pod is go watch a ton of wrestling. You have enough. You're not going to go watch our suggestions. I have a oh. match of the pod. Oh, excuse me. Uh, tables, too, Ladders, and Chairs, Baron Corbin versus Kalisto. Uh, just to show you how good Baron Corbin is, that was a phenomenal match. I thought about it today driving in. So you're telling Corbin. me on WrestleMania weekend you're going to tell people to go watch Kalisto versus Baron Corbin. Just so you see years. how good of a heel he is. Okay, so I'll give you mine. It was WrestleMania 32, women's three-way, Sasha, Becky, Flair. Awesome match. Incredible. Put the women where they are now. Man, I like it. I wish I had a Baron Corbin match for you, but I just don't. That's I like the only memorable Corbin. one I have from him, but it was memorable. It was a good match. So some upcoming pods. We're going to do the WrestleMania reaction. I think it's going to be with Din because I'm going to be in New York. I don't yeah, know how well they're do we're going to do that. So then we're going to be back next week. Some of the upcoming episodes will be an Ask Us Anything. We're going to do, yes, a Twitter, all you Twitter, all the freaks out there. You can ask us anything you want, wrestling-related, non-wrestling-related, memories, whatever. I have a bunch of questions from the past. We'll bring those up. We'll do the best and worst of Kurt Angle in WWE. Top 10 tag teams of all time. Those are some of the upcoming pods. Anything you want to add to any flair you want to add in there? Yeah, the pod's up. Holler if you hear me. All right, and that's going to do it. WrestleMania, enjoy it. This is the weekend, people. Don't forget, rate, share, rape, share, subscribe. No, No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Rate, share, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a comment. Leave us a suggestion. Give us some star ratings, people. may not be a Dave Meltzer five-star, but how about a a four-and-a-half? This is a a four-and-a-half. Actually, I think this is a five-star podcast. Six donor. Yeah, sure. Billy was into it. He wasn't sleeping. Last time, it was at the um, end of those WrestleMania. But it was also a lot of WrestleMania main events we watched. And actually, last question, Bill. This mania main event of the three women, where do you think it ranks in the 34 or 35 at that point? Just off the top of your head, just throw in a number in. Will it be Before in the top seeing 50? it being wrestled, it'll yeah. be in the top probably 10. Woo! Hot take Billy over there. All right, that'll do it for us. Follow him at 
uh, on Twitter this weekend. I'll be tweeting up a storm. It'll be at BillyD2411. I'm at Jason D. Rossi. I'm trying to get you as much content as possible from New York metropolitan area. A lot going on. Again, I'll let you know of our itinerary. Where we'll be if you're in the area. Please say hi. Smell you later. Whatever it's going to be. Enjoy WrestleMania. Enjoy NXT. Enjoy all the wrestling this weekend. We will catch you all after WrestleMania. Frank says hi.